Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Chav Zayin. We're up to Sif Yud Aleph. The Mechaber says in Sif Yud Aleph, we're on page 76, the third line. The Mechaber says, Tzarech Sheyia HaShachor Sheberetzuos Litzadchutz Velo Yisapku. We need to have the black part of the Ritzuos, the outside of the Ritzuos has to be facing the outside and it should not be flipped around. That's halacha number one the Mechaber tells us, that the black side of the Ritzuos has to be facing the outside and not flipped around. Bein shel yad, bein shel rosh. This is both on the Tefillin shel yad and on the Tefillin shel rosh, the Ritzuos have to have the black facing outward. The next halacha the Mechaber tells us, you, uh, we'll go through the Mishabura afterwards on all these points, but we'll first read the entire Mechaber and Ramah. Yishal shel You should have the Ritzuos hanging down in front of you. The Yagiyu Arhat Tabur, and they should be hanging down till the navel, till the belly button. Olam Malami Menumat. The Ritsu should be hanging down till the Tabur, or a little bit above it. That's point number two in the Machaber. Point number three in the Machaber is Rochav Haritsuo Shayad Vishorosh Kaorech Saora Lefachos. Now we get into the width of the Ritsuos. So the Machaber says the width of the Ritzuos of the Shalyad and the Shorosh should be like the length of a piece of barley at least. So the width of the Ritzuos should be like the length of a piece of barley. In Mishir Orech If the length or the width of the Ritzuos is smaller than the shear, im eno acheros, if you don't have another, another pair of film to put on or other ritzuos to change it with, manicham kemoshahen, you put them on the way they are, ad yimsa acheros kashir, until you find another one that is the proper shear. So even if it's not the proper shear, you just use it until you get a better one, a very uh, relaxed halacha, as we'll see from the machaber, that it's okay to use it temporarily, you don't have to go crazy to change them. And then the Mechaber says, Tefillin Shorosh Tov Liyosam Geluyim Venirin. The Tefillin Shorosh, it's good for them to be open and revealed and to be seen by people. Aval Talmud Ifnei Rabu Ein Derech Eretz Lagalos Tefillin Befanov. But a student in front of his Rebbe, it's not, it's not Derech Eretz to reveal your Tefillin in front of him. So even though the Tefillin normally should be revealed, if it's a student in front of his Rebbe, he should not have his Tefillin revealed, even his Tefillin Shorosh. And the Ramah writes, Ubishalyad ein lahakbid imheim guluyam omuchusim. When it comes to the Shalyad, there's no akpada whether it's covered or it's open, it doesn't matter. Vinirali, and it appears to me, says the Ramah, the achshav she'ein manichim elabizman kriyashma utvila. That nowadays that we only wear our tfilin in general during davening, afilu talmud lifnei rabu yocho legalos afbishorosh. Then even a talmud in front of his Rebbe can wear it revealed even on the Shorosh. And that is our minog, not to be careful about this, that the Talmidim do wear their Tefillin Shorosh revealed, even in front of their Rebbe, we're not makbut on that. And that's because of this Ramah that says, that it's not a hakpada if we only wear the Tefillin during Kriya Shemot And now we'll go through all the points in the Mishabura and see all the reasons. So we'll begin in the Mishabura in Sifkatan Lamed Ches. We'll go on the first point that the Machaber said, which was, that the black part of the Ritzuo should be facing outward and it shouldn't be flipped around. Says the Mishabura in Sivkatan Lamed Ches, Nishapchu, and if the Ritzua does get, flip, get flipped around, Midas Chasidas Hu Lehisanos, O Liftos Bitzdaka. Then Midas Chasidas tells us that a person who has his Ritzuas turned around should fast, or he should redeem himself by giving Tzaka. So you see the severity of the Tzvillin turning around, but we'll see in a moment exactly what part of the Ritzua this is referring to. 
But the Mechaber just said if the Ritzua flips around, it's not good. It should always be the black side facing outwards. And the Mishabura tells us that Midas Chasidus tells us that if it does flip around, you should fast or you should give tzedakah. But continues the Mishabura and writes, the only akpada on the tefillah and the ritzua not flipping around is on that which surrounds the head, the ritzua that's actually strapping the tefillah and shalosh to your head, and the strap that's strapping on the tefillah and shalyat to your yad. Only the actual, the first round, which is attaching the tefillah and shayat to your hand, and the straps that's, refer- that's attaching the tefillah and to your head, that's where the main hakpada is. But that which you wrap afterwards on your hand, or that which is hanging down the tefillah and shayat, you do not have to be mocked at all that it shouldn't be flipped around. So again, the Mishabura is telling us this hakpada of having the black on the outside and fasting if it gets flipped around or giving stucker is only referring to the ritzua that's actually attaching the tefillin shalosh to the head, not the straps that are hanging downward. And number two, on the shalyad, it's only the initial strap of the ritzua that's attaching the shalyad to the arm. But the, the krichos that you're doing around your arm or around your finger, there it's less of hakpada because it's not mi'ikr ha-mitzvah. In No. 46, he points out what we saw earlier, that even though he says it's not me'ikra mitzvah, onom l'chavchila gama krichosei mitzvah. But l'chavchila, the wrappings are also a mitzvah. Umitamzeh kosav le'el shenog ha'arizal l'korchon kodom anochas ha'tfilin shorosh. And for that reason, we said the arizal was nohig to put the tefillin shayat on, do the seven wrappings on the arm, and then put the tefillin shorosh on. The reason the arizal gave was because that's also considered a mitzvah. So therefore, it's not a hefsek between the bracha of the on the tefillin shayat on the tefillin and the placing of the shorosh it's not considered a hefsek if you do the rap it's according to the Arizal because it is a mitzvah but here the Mishabura says even though the Arizal says it's a mitzvah but it's not the ikra mitzvah it's not the main part of the mitzvah and therefore the hakpada of the ritzua flipping around to which you have to fast or get staka doesn't apply to the wrappings around the arm except for the initial strap of the ritzua which is holding on the ritzua to, the, the bias to the arm Says the Mishabravaitu Mikomoko Mishum Noi Hamitzvah Roy Lafo Shia Shokhal Tsarchutza Filuba Moser. However, the Mishabura says that for another reason, because of the beautification of the mitzvah, it is appropriate to switch it around if the ritua of the shorosh is hanging down or the shalyad on the krichos of the arm, flip around, you should fix it, that that's only for Noi Mitzvah. It's not as serious as a strap that's actually strapping it to the arm or to the head. And in note 47 he points out that Even those who have a minog that they dye the ritzuos and both sides are really black The shinier side the, the, the more black side the, really, the, the outside you still should be careful that it should be facing the outside So even though you have both sides that are black we know which is the Iker side to be on the outside. That side should always be on the outside, even if you have both sides being black. Next point in the Mishabura is Sivkadon Lametes. The Mechaber had said that the black part of the Ritzur should be facing outward. It should not be flipped around both by the Shalyat and the Shorosh. Says the Mishabura, Hinebi Shalyat Shehu Rowek Eshu when it comes to the shalyad, and you see, you're able to see when you're putting it on, you could watch yourself putting it on. 
you're able to see that it doesn't flip around, not the not and not the ritsua. You could see with your eyes that everything is okay and it's in order, and that's very simple. However, for the Sharosh, which unless you're looking in a mirror, it's impossible to see how the Ritsua on your head is. You should feel with your hands from the place of the bias. On all sides, you should feel around to make sure that it's not flipped over. Because if it's flipped over, it's very serious. And therefore he's saying the Shayad, you could see it when you're doing it, but the Sharosh... Even though Pashas, you can feel it, but just to be sure, you should feel it with your hand to make sure that it's in the proper place. The next point the Machaber told us was that the tefillin, the tzuos of the shoro should be hanging down, lefiha tabur, till the till the navel. So the Mishabura writes and says, on them the imhos of azel leislan ba." If it's if it's if it's uh, further down past the belly button, that's also okay. It's not a problem. That's a minimum. It could be further than that. Or if it's a little bit above that, So the Rukiv Eger and the Arts Sachayim both come out of Maskana that the right strap should go all the way down to the navel and the left strap only has to go down to the chest. Ubatur Kosav O, the Torah writes further, Vyesh Omrim, Dishel Yemin Arhamila, Dishel Smo Arhatabur. That the right one should go all the way down to the Mokamamila, which is further, and the left one should go until the Tabur. So we have these, clearly according to everyone, the right strap should go down further than the left strap, but that's the Machlokas, whether it's the Mokamamila and the Tabur, or the Tabur and the chest, that's the Machlokas. If you look at No. 48, he points out, Even if a person is a lefty, he should not change it. He should still have the right ritua being longer than the left. It doesn't matter if you're a righty or lefty. It's the chashivas of the right side. And therefore the right side, whether you hold it till the makamamila or till the tabur, but either way, the right side should always be longer for everybody. The next point the Machaber discussed was the width of the ritzuos. And the Machaber told us that the width of the ritzuah of the shalyad and the shorosh should be the, the same, the, the same length at, it's the width of the ritzua should be like the length of a piece of barley. Says the Mishaburis, if Kadam Membeis Kaorech Saora, should be like the length of a piece of barley. Hainu Bikli Pasa. This is referring to a piece of barley in its shell. Ava Beloha Oketchala. But without its oketz, without its, uh, without the stem, right. So we're used to seeing barley, in the chillant, the chillant state, we buy a bag of barley to put in the chillant, but apparently barley has a shell that usually comes around it and has a stem, so it should include the width of having the klipa on it, but not with the oketz on it. Because the barley has very long stems, so you don't have to factor that in when you're making the width of the chillant to the length of the barley, it doesn't have to be with the oketz. The Yesh Omer, and there are those who say, There are some that say it's enough for the, for the width of the Ritzua to be from the length of the piece of wheat, even if it's less than a piece of barley. Because wheat is, is, uh, not as wide as barley. It's not as long as barley. Barley, apparently, with the shell on, we used to see in wheat, the big pieces of wheat and the small barley that we put in our children. But apparently both of them in their raw state with just the klipa on it so the barley is bigger and longer than the wheat. So some say you could be more lenient and it could go as long as it's bigger than the size of a piece of wheat 
up until the size of barley, that also will be okay. In a pressing situation, you only have narrow ritzuos, you can rely on that. The Achronim write that one has to be very careful at the place of the tightening of, I believe this is referring to the Shayyad, because that's where we really tighten it, and you'll see why this would be a problem. The Achronim write, one has to be careful when he tightens the Shayyad, it's very common that the Ritsua will get uh, folded there or wrinkled there, or it will get torn over there, until it doesn't have the proper shear. Until it does not have the proper shear. So therefore, one has to be very careful when he is tightening it. If you look at No. 52, they point out, 51, I'm sorry, look at No. 51, that which the Mishaburah says over here, that the Ritsua gets, gets folded or wrinkled, the disciple explains, it's talking about a case where it shrinks, where the actual ritzua shrinks down less than the shear. That's when it's a problem. It just gets folded or wrinkled. If you would unfold it, it would be the shear. It would be fine. Just like we saw by titsis, when you when you attach the titsis to the garment. It's supposed to be a certain area, right, between the hole and the bottom. Even if it gets folded over, as long as it's not sewn up, and if you theoretically take off the strings, it would open up, it would be fine. See, here also the disciple says the problem that we're discussing over here is only if the ritua actually shrinks or it gets torn, as we'll see. But if it just gets folded over, it's not a problem. So if you're attaching, you're tightening your ritua and it gets folded over inside the knot, that's not a problem. Because as long as if you would open it up, it would be the proper shear, you would be fine. In note 52, he discusses... That which the Mishaburu said that sometimes it gets torn till the shear is not remaining. But it's mashma shem nishabo kashir kshera. It's mashma if it gets torn a little bit, but it still has the proper size that's not torn, it's gonna to be kosher. We don't say anything that is gonna be torn further, it's as if it's torn already. But if you remember in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, we learned it in the main day Svedrish, if you remember, we learned this halacha, it's about a cracked shofar. The reason why some people apostle a shofar, even if it has the smallest crack, is Mishum Shekola Omid Lihisadik is Sadak Dummy. We say that something that's cracked a little bit is gonna crack more, and therefore we view it as if it's cracked already. So just pointing out that we're more lenient when it comes to the ritzua of the tefillin. I don't know if it's because of the nature of the material that you're blowing a shofar. So through the blowing, when there's a crack, it's, it's only to get cracked further. Maybe ritzua, the nature of a ritzua is maybe not gonna be that way. But whatever it is, he's pointing out that there's a chilak between the halacha that we mentioned by a crack in the shofar to the crack that we're discussing by the ritzua. Yes, Shaya. Right. Okay, possibly. Very possibly. is going on that which we said in the Mechaber, that if your Ritsua is not the proper width, so then, it's not the proper length or width, if you can't find other ones, we said put, put these on the way they are till you find other ones. Says the Mishra, they are those who are machshir with a smaller size. The yesh post on after the evid, and some possible even with the evid. And therefore, the Mechaber comes out with Achra that if that's all you have, you could put it on. But if you look at note 53, a very interesting note from the Chazanish. 
The Chazanish writes, "Shemashem, mashem yashulcharach she'enu chayv l'troach harbe kedei lahasig acheros." Like we pointed out when we read the Mechaber, it's mashem the Mechaber that if you don't have any better ones, you can wear these. It doesn't sound like you have to go through any major tircha to find the proper size. So says the Chazanish, "Ein ze elu b'shiurim elu she'enu medina the Gemara." This is only by the shiurim of the Ritzuos, which are not. Medina the Gemara, they're not found in the Gemara. Aval in piches me'ashiurim she'ein Medina the Gemara. But if you are lacking in a size of something that is a shear from the Gemara, kegon she piches me'shear etzbat sreida la'orech ha'retzua shayad. For example, the retzua shayad, which has to reach down to the middle finger, that's a shear that's brought down in the Gemara. Lo yanichon elohim kein lo yuchol lahasig acheros afilu ayidei tircha meruba. There the Chazanish says the Mechaber wouldn't be as lenient. The Mechaber is lenient over here because it's not Medina the Gemara the size of the width and therefore if the width is not the proper width so as long as you, you, you did a basic little search and you didn't find it so it's okay just wear it. But says the Chazanish but if it's a shear that we're talking about Medina the Gemara which is a shayad the length of the shayad to reach the middle finger so that you'd have to go through a Tircha Merubah before you'll say okay if you don't have any better use that. That would require a greater search. The Mishabura says weiter in Sipkata Mendalad on that which the Mechaber says if you don't find other ones put these on the way they are. The Achronim Maski the Achronim Kamalu Maskana the Impiches Meshir HaOrech B'Shalyad Hanizgar Le'el B'Sivches if you have the Ritzua less than the length of the Shalyad that we mentioned in Sivches which it has to be that it goes around the arm makes the Kesher extends all the way down to the middle finger and goes around the finger three times if you're lacking in that size Yaniach B'li Bracha then you can put that Ritzua on but you should put it on without a Bracha but if the length of the Ritzua of the Shayat is long enough that it could reach the middle finger, then the wrappings around the finger are Nama'akev. So as long as it can go all the way down and reach the finger, that would be okay. The wrappings around the finger, even though really it's supposed to be there, but that would not be Ma'akev. And when it comes to the length of the Ritzuos of the Shorosh, the Arts of writes, It has to be that you have at least the length of two Tvachim. Even though we said in the Ikra Adin it should be till the Tabur or the Mokam Amila or the chest, all different sizes, but it's Ma'akil if it's not going to be that both sides are two Tvachim hanging down from, from the neck. If you don't have that size, then you would put on the Shalrosh, you would not make a bracha on such tefillin, where the Ritzuos are not at least two Tfachim down. And when it comes to the width of the Ritzuos of the Shayad and the Shalrosh, so there the Arts of the Chaim is Machmer as well. If you only had the width of the Ritzua to be the length of a piece of wheat, then you should put it on without a bracha. So we said it should really be the width of the Ritzua should be the length of a piece of barley which is longer. So here he says if it's only going to be the length, the width of the length of a piece of wheat, then you should put it on, but you should put it on without a bracha. Ayin Sham. And in terms of, let's say your Ritzua is not long enough and you want to attach a piece of Ritzua to make it longer, so that we'll discuss later in Simul Lamed Gimel. Yes, Dr. Dreyfus. They, they did. It, it is discussed. It's 9 centimeters or 10 centimeters. The, the exact centimeters are discussed. Yes. 9 centimeters wide? 9 centimeters wide. 
probably Mill- millimeters, not centimeters, right? Otherwise, we'd all have problems with our tefillin. Right. Thank you. Correct. Fine. Says the Mishnah Buravaitin and Sifkatan Memhei. Sifkatan Memhei is going on that which the Mechaber said that the Tefillin Shorosh should be revealed and should be seen. Says the Mishavura, why is it that the Tefillin Shorosh should be revealed and seen? The It should be that the nations of the world should see that Hashem's name is upon you and therefore it should be seen by other people. The Mishavura says it's good not only for the bias to be revealed, it's good for the Kesher in the back also to be revealed. However, our Minog is not to have the Kesher in the back revealed, we cover it. Even if the bias of the Sharosh is covered, it's okay as well. So, the bias should be revealed. Really, the Kesher should be revealed. The Minog is not to cover the Kesher, not to reveal the Kesher, it's to keep it covered. But even if one covers the bias, that also is going to be okay and you will be Yotzeh B'Dyevid. Then the Mishaburu says in Sifkatan Memvav, we said that even though it's supposed to be revealed the Shorosh, a Talmud Bifnei Rabbo should not leave his Tzvil and Shorosh open. We said it's not Derech Eretz. Says the Mishaburu in Sifkatan Memvav, ain't Derech Eretz, Shat Tzvil and Heim Derech Kavid. Because Tzvil is a form of honor, Kedixiv, like we just brought down in the Pasuk, V'ro Kol Amei Ha'aretz. That the nations of the world should see you with its filling on it. It's a derech of a covet. The ain derech eretz lahashvos atzmos l'rabo. And it's not proper derech eretz to equate yourself with your Rebbe. You shouldn't be putting yourself in the same category of covet as your Rebbe. And therefore, one should not wear his filling revealed like his Rebbe does. Therefore, one should cover the filling with his talus or the hat so he should not be having his filling revealed in front of his Rebbe. Then the Ramah told us that when it comes to the Shalyad, one should not be mocked whether it's revealed or it's covered. The Mishavuru says in Memzayim, Mikomakom v'chavchila tov yosel v'chasosam. The Mishavuru says that even though the Ramah says it could be open or covered, the Tzvil and Shalyad, it's appropriate to cover it. And there's a very important note over here. You'll explain to me if, you, uh, if you're masculine the way I'm understanding it. In note 55 he says, on that which the Mishavuru says the Tzvil and Shalyad should be covered, and we discussed this already many times, look at note 55. That which many people have accustomed to cover the shayad with a special cover to protect it, the tefillin shouldn't get damaged. Now I understand that to be the little black box that we put over our tefillin shayad. So in terms of that cover, One should not do that. The tefillin should not be covered with that little black box that's covering it. Me'idoch, on the other hand, and it doesn't get so much more lenient as you'll see. B'shalos and shuvas zichron Yehuda b'shem amaram shik. The chaim b'shalos and shuvas noda b'sha'arim kasvu shemuter lasos kain that you can have that little black box. The chaim naga chazanish and the chazanish was knowing to yes have that little black box on the tefillin. However. He took off the black box at the time when he was putting his tefillin on. And he put it on after he tightened and did the wrappings. So even the Chazanish, who was knowing to have the little black box on, it was not when he put his tefillin on. It was only after he finished putting on his tefillin, then he put the little black box on. Again, you should take it off when you put on your tefillin. 
shorosh. And you should put it back on only after you have the shorosh on. Everything after everything is done, then you should put the black box on. And if you put it back on after you put the shayan on before the shorosh, that wouldn't be considered a hefsek. But it seems clear from this note. The way I the, the way I'm understanding this is that the mishabura that says lachachila toviosa lachasosam is referring to covering it that just that it should be covered like with your sleeve not to protect it just lachol laos v'lacherim laos there is an Indian that it should be covered there's a sign for you there's a drasha not for others that it should be covered but in terms of putting a special box on top of it that protects it. It sounds like all these posts are either saying you shouldn't do it, or even if you could do it, but when you're actually putting the tefillin on, it sounds like it shouldn't be there. Only after the tefillin are on, then you could put it there. That's what it sounds like. I don't see people being knowing this way, but it's just interesting that they don't. They only bring one sheet that says uh, that it's okay. They bring up the Maram Shik and the Noda Bisharim that's Mutalasos Kain. But uh, the Chazanish, the Shevet Alevi, the contemporary postkim, they seem to say that when you're putting your tefillin on, you shouldn't have that box. You have to be ma'ayin. I'll try to find out. Uh, a little more details about this, but it sounds from this note that it's not the ideal way to have it on possibly at all, Lefidah Aruch HaShulchan and others, and at least Lefidah Chazanish and Avazner not to have it on when you are putting on your tefillin. Only after your tefillin are on, then to put it on, which is interesting. Most people have it on. I think that's the, that's the minog. Svakeret, once in a while you see it falling off in the middle, right? That's the lucky guy. It fell off in the middle. So he got saved. Everyone else has it on. But Blinader, I'll be eyeing more to see if, if Taka the, is... Is what to rely on for the minute to keep it on a, a strong, a strong tzad to be known that way, or we should try to change and not have it on, and to make sure that that's exactly what's, what's being discussed over here, which it sounds like. Let's finish up the mishabura memches. This is that which the Ramah said that on, on, on that which the mechaber said that a talmud with neirabu, it's not derech eretz to have your tefillin sharosh revealed and they should be covered. The Ramah wrote that nowadays that we don't wear our tefillin except during davening, so even a Talmud in front of his Rebbe could cover the Shorosh, and that's the Minog. So it says in the Shabur and Sepkatan Memches, Pirish She'im Nikrub, I'm sorry, this Mishabur is not going on that point. This Mishabur is going still on the Ramah before that. By the Shalyad, ain't lahakbid if it's revealed or covered. So on that which the Ramah said that don't, we're not makbid if it's revealed. Pirish, she'en nikru begod of leislan ba. If his shirt gets ripped and it gets revealed, so we're not concerned with that. Aval osr lanichad alha beged kanal b'sevhei. But you're obviously not allowed to put the tefillin on top of the beged, like we learned earlier in sevhei. But if it's under your beged, the beged gets ripped, it becomes revealed. That is not a problem. And just to review the last point that the Ramah said, there's no Meshavura on that, but nowadays, I assume the Svara of the Ramah is, the Ramah says nowadays that the Minog is, that we only wear tefillin during davening, therefore it's not a lack of Derech to do it uh, in front of your Rebbe, because if that's the Iker Hadin, and that's what everybody is doing, so then, you're just doing the, you're doing the mitzvah, you're doing it the proper way, so there's no difference in you doing it the proper way, or your Rebbe doing it the proper way. But if a person's wearing his tefillin beyond the Iker mitzvah, and he's wearing it longer, so then already it's a shlokal gaivadik to be wearing it in front of your Rebbe, it would be inappropriate, not there acheret. But during davening, if that's all you're wearing it, so then the Ramah says, it would be okay to wear it revealed, and that is talk of the minog, to wear it revealed. We'll stop here, I'm going to continue on Sunday. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.